Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs> healing means that we mind the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyers or more. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and, and go places that make me feel good and things that Living is a luxury, don't you think? When we're talking about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. So when we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know, when you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things, you know, to your kids or you're, you're not paying your child support or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. I am here. <clears throat> it is your girl, D. Scott, with your Tell the Truth Tuesday on a Thursday. Y'all know I've been working my ass off, but Auntie is here. And, yes, we have not done a show since June 16th, so I haven't even filled y'all in on my birthday escapades. There's been a lot going on, but I always try to keep y'all abreast of what's going on. So my apologies if you did not get your weekly dose but today is July 29, 2021, and here we are. And the show is called Karma Doesn't Always Come. So, first of all, happy summer, okay? Uh, Auntie took a little break to, you know, have my nervous breakdowns in peace like an adult and with some tequila. Um, I lost a longtime friend of mine to cancer, so y'all know that when I went to New Orleans to visit um, with my son and my family. My girl, Keisha, flew in, and happy early birthday, Sissy and Keisha Rucker out of Dallas, Texas. That's been my sissy for a very, very long time, and we were introduced by another friend of ours that also um, passed away uh, due to cancer. So there's been a lot of um, situations that arose due to cancer, and so, um, and then I had my own bout with it, uh, what was it, 2017. So, um, you know, there, that, that, that's a big thing. And so when I went down to see her, and a lot of you that are just now tuning in that maybe don't know me, I have 
a lot of things that I'd like to do, and then I have a lot of things that I'm called to do, and then I have a lot of things that I'm born to do. You know, so what you're called to do isn't necessarily what you're born to do, and what you're doing right now may not be what your purpose is, but that's what puts money in your pocket so that you're able to live in your purpose. There's a big misconception going on, especially in the spiritual world, where people think that they can, you know, you can, but that you should just quit your jobs and, you know, the universe will provide. And that might be true for maybe 10 to 15% of the population, but the rest of us get it from the mud. Um, The rest of us go to work every day. And then a lot of times, especially for me, I meet a lot of what I call my children or my spiritual godchildren or my nieces and my spiritual nephews and people like that through my job that need help and need assistance. So part of what I do, um, which we recently found out is, Uh, affiliated with death, right? So it's affiliated with necromancy, and I'm very proud of that fact because I didn't even know what the fuck I was for many, many years just having these inklings that things were going to happen. So when I went to, when we decided, my family and I, because of the COVID situation that was going on in the country, and we couldn't fly to our normal vacation destinations, uh, which include Mexico and Florida, where, you know, I lived for almost a decade, uh, We said, you know what, screw it, let's go to New Orleans. And so I said, well, all right, New Orleans is a pretty healthy drive. It's about 18 hours from here in upstate New York where I'm located. For those of you that are around the country, I literally live across the street from the actual Niagara Falls. So we get to Alabama, and I think I spoke about that back at the end of March, early April, that I, when I realized what the 12-hour mark was, and it was Alabama, one of my homeboys is down there, uh, CL, and then my homegirl was down there. So I said, well, let's, let's make it a trip. We have been, I've been promising for years I was going to go down there. So part of my gift is that when I'm assessing a situation, whether it be from hospice or whether it be I try to stay away from nursing homes, that's just, you know, unfair and unfortunate for me, and I – was able to look at my friend, and I told her husband, I said, she got about 90 days. I said, and I should be back down here before July, but if she goes, it will be in July, because that is what Spirit was telling me. And sure enough, first week in July, I was up early, and my um, significant other was like, how long have you been up? And I was like, I don't know, you know. And y'all know I don't do early, because I don't go to bed till late anyways. And he says, how long have you been up? I said, I don't know. And I just remember just being up, you know. And her husband uh, called me later that day because I was cool with her husband. This is a girl I knew from Pittsburgh, met her in Pittsburgh. She moved to Tampa, got married. You know, we was we was on our stroll together. We was out there hanging out when I was going through my divorce. She threw me a divorce party. So just a lot of traumatic things. And when I was able to go down there to Alabama, a lot of people don't know that, yeah, I posted pictures, but let's just be clear on a few things, especially if you're new here and you're following me on any of my media sites, on my Twitter, on on anything, on my Instagram, which is at Miss, M-I-S-S dot D dot Scott. 99% of what I post is only 1% of my life. I am very in love. I am very rich in spirit. I am very rich in knowledge, and I am very rich in any anything that's bringing me shekels to the table. So I don't post a lot of things, A, because it's dangerous, B, because I am a human rights commissioner, public figure where I live, and I do other things. I run businesses, and I'm a mother. You know, so a lot of things are not for the Internet, but you best believe that I'm living, okay? And 
when I got the call that she had passed, it was almost as if, you know, like I felt that that day. So that's how July kicked off for me. But partial, you know, prior to that, I had a wonderful birthday. It was very quiet. We went to dinner. I celebrated with my family. I celebrated with my beloved. There were a lot of um, exchanges that were made because I'm newly in, you know, a relationship that's committed at this point, which was, you know, basically what I manifested prior to my son being a young adult. I, y'all know if y'all go back over these 360 shows, and thank you to you all. We are ending. This should be the last show in Season 7. We are going in Season 8. We have been on air for seven years, y'all, seven years. Y'all have been grinding and out with me, and so – Part of grinding it out with me is being able to go back and listen to some of the shows where I cringe at some of the shit that I used to say and some of the things that I used to think and feel that I used to actually think that hate was stronger than love because I burdened and burrowed so much of that in my psyche that I thought that violence was always the answer. And so that's why a lot of times when I am talking to you ladies or I'm talking to you men, and y'all are coming at me a certain way, I don't take offense to it because I understand that you're coming from a place of hurt. But I need y'all babies to understand this. I'm not always going to come from a place that's healed. You probably got one or two times to really get your fucking, you know, shit together when you speak to me, and then I'm just going to let you have it, okay? I am grown. I am very grown. And I don't tolerate disrespect. I don't do the petty shit. I don't do subliminals. Okay, if it's not directed, it's not respected. And so that brings me to this show talking about karma doesn't always come because the last show that I did was Tricking 101, and that was back um, in June, so it was a week before my birthday. So I had, like I said, I had a wonderful birthday. I literally channeled Billie Holiday every year. If y'all have been following me, y'all know that I like to channel a specific. One year I was James Brown, another year I was – you know, somebody else, when you're out of Diana Ross, like just, I've had wonderful, just ridiculous birthdays, Mexico, Atlanta, New York, LA, like I've just been very loved and blessed. And so this year we kept it quiet. We went to dinner at some place we will probably not return to in full-blown sequin and, and D-square, one of, you know, a hundred pairs of shoes that was ever made sent to me by my good niece, Melissa. Uh, she used to work for D-Square. She was one of their uh, big, big wigs over there. And so we, we did something real quiet. Um, and I've been very quiet about my business moves and things like that. So if you guys are following me on Instagram or on Facebook at 716CBD, when I'm quiet, that's when y'all need to understand that I'm working and I'm making things happen. My sales, I'm sure, could be way more than what they are if I advertised or if I was sitting here beating y'all down like Fashion Nova does with those goddamn emails and text messages, but it's effective, right? And so right now, Auntie's not trying to be affected because Auntie was suffering huge losses, right, spiritually. And so when we are losing things spiritually and we are shedding, especially hair or, or skin or we're shedding parts of our body due to cancer or due to, you know, um, any type of illness, you have to understand that there's another side to that. So we always in the spiritual world refer to things as as above, so below. So whatever's going on up here is the same thing that's going down there, and you have to really be in tune, like Cat Williams said, with your motherfucking star player to understand when something's going on. And so 
depression in a lot of people, which I've struggled with for many, I mean, since the beginning of time. It's funny because my neurologist <laughs> out of uh, Williamsville wrote in one of my charts, you know, Denise has been very depressed, has been very depressed throughout the, the larger part of her life. So for as long as I can remember, I've had trauma, right? And so I talk a lot about triggers, but I also don't talk about triggers are not always, you know, I was triggered, so I punched somebody in the face. I was triggered, so I made that post. I was triggered, so I did this. Triggers are also spirit's way of reminding you and your ancestors reminding you that this is a test of the emergency broadcast system. We're going to send you this fucking test again to see if you fuck with this dude that you know you ain't got no business fucking with. I'm going to send you a test to see if you're still stealing. I'm going to send you a test to see if you're still willing to commit fraud. You know, not me personally, I'm talking about child motherfuckers. You know, my tests come in the form, they came in the form of Negroes. I passed all them tests with flying colors because I wasn't fucking with y'all. Caused me too much goddamn grief and shit, ridiculous shit. You know, and then they send me the test with the money. You know, is she going to choose to go ahead and big bank, take little bank, or is she just going to still play small? Uh, And Kendra, you know, I, I love her to death. Her mom just celebrated her birthday. Her mom was a Gemini back in June. I shouted her out as well. You know, Kendra used to always tell me, you fear success. And I fear success because there's responsibilities that come to this shit, right? You know, when you're successful, that's a responsibility. You know, when you're being a bum, what responsibility do you have other than to show up and do less than everybody else, other than to show up and be raggedy, okay? So being a bum is actually very easy. Being successful is actually very hard. You know, it's not hard to get up and not go to a job. It's not hard to get up and collect a check that you didn't work for. It's not hard to try to beat the system. See, I'm in a position right now where I am the system. I am the person that decides when I get to retire, when I get to stop working, when I get to just be a real stay-at-home mom, a real stay-at-home wife. You know, I'm the person that decides financially what that number is, okay? I am my own 401K in addition to the 401K that I have. So when we talk about karma, a lot of people in in their healing, they always, you know, and I I was that person. That's why I don't judge a lot of y'all girls. I know a lot of y'all want to hate my motherfucking guts, but bitch, you can't. You know why? Because I'm never going to sit up here and talk about nobody and we both fuck the same motherfucker. Me and you the same, bitch. Okay? When it comes to this Negro, me and you is the same. Now, he may not have treated you the same as he treated me or treated me the same as he treated you, but, baby girl, I don't, I don't never have nothing bad to say about none of these bras. Now, on the flip note, you want to get personal, bitch, how you want to go about it, okay? Because at the end of the day, I don't ever bring up people's looks and shit like that unless you bring me to the dance. Unless you bring me to the party and you get to talking about certain shit, bitch, I'll fucking tear your entire motherfucking bloodline apart. DNA molecule molecularly on every fucking level. If I was you, I just wouldn't fucking bother with me. You know, I, I, I've been in situations, and there's been a few, and I had this conversation with my aunt because I have an auntie. I had to go to Pittsburgh and see my auntie just because I needed that feminine energy. I work in an industry that is constantly surrounded by men. I work in an industry where I'm protected by men. But at the same time, all my other industries are male-dominated. I'm in the, I'm in the 2% okay, of women that that run a cannabis uh, collective, right? And so the fuck shit that happens during that was causing me so much stress. Auntie was brushing out, you know, brushes full of fucking hair. 
okay? Um, I'm talking to the point where I couldn't even put the shit in a ponytail without losing some type of hair. That's stress. That's medication to keep from me punching motherfuckers in their face. And so then I realized, because my depression shows up a lot differently than everybody else's, a lot of people's depression keeps them, you know, chained to their bed and not wanting to work and, you know, no appetite for sex and no appetite, you know, or, or they're overeating, they're indulging in things they shouldn't be, hypersexual, shit like that. That's not how my depression works. My depression shows up as, bitch, we have seven jobs to do today. We might not sleep, but we don't have us a drink. We're going to do all these jobs and then you feel accomplished because at any moment if I decide I want to stop and, and that, that carousel stops spinning, I'm going to get hurt. Or I, I, I'm being forced to think about my mother's death or I'm being forced to think about my father's death or I'm being forced to think about how I'm carrying things with me for my family. Okay, a lot of you motherfuckers be out here really complaining about shit that ain't nothing to be complained about. And I tell my significant other this all the time, look, we ain't got no problems. If ain't nobody lying, ain't nobody cheating, and ain't nobody stealing, we ain't got no fucking problems. Okay, and if you choose to lie and you choose to cheat, well, bitch, we not married, right? Then, then we just going to have that kind of relationship, and I really don't think that you want to do that, okay? A lot of you girls, and he was saying to me something about how I address uh, women, and I had to explain to him that if people are calling me auntie, that means that you are acknowledging that I, on some level I'm older than you and that I have some knowledge that perhaps you don't. Right, because a lot of y'all are missing that mother component, and a lot of y'all are missing that auntie component that told you to go sit your ass in the bathtub and wash that cat. You know, a lot of you are missing a component that tells you to grease your motherfucking roots and that castor oil on your edges help them grow. A lot of y'all are missing that component that says clip your fucking ends. A lot of y'all are missing that component that says that motherfucker don't give a fuck about you. Why you keep talking to him? Okay, a lot of y'all are missing that component that says that you don't got to buy all your fucking seasonings for 99 cents. You can upgrade and go buy some seasonings from fucking Guyana, from, you know, the, what the fuck is the lady name um, out in D.C., you know, black lady out here selling seasonings and shit. You know, we, we, we have to grow and empower each other because when you know better, you do better, right? So karma doesn't always come. And one of the reasons that karma doesn't always come is because just like some of you raggedy motherfuckers out here, you know why some raggedy motherfuckers never get their karma? It's because they didn't know they was doing wrong, baby. So y'all be sitting up here hoping and wishing and praying that these motherfuckers Twan from up the block and everybody else, he going to pay for what he did to me. How the fuck is Twan going to receive karma from repeating the same behaviors he saw his daddy do to his mama? You just a surrogate, baby. You 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 just turned into his mama. Just because you cook, clean, eat ass, and do all that shit with death, a non-motherfucking negotiable, okay, at this point in time, because what the fuck? But at the end of the day, my mom used to always tell me, there's certain bitches you can't compete with, bitches that don't have shit. Bitches that don't have shit is willing to do everything and anything that you're not willing to do because that's their way out of their situation. They were not skilled. Back, at, back in the... The early days, like the early, you know, Jesus and them time, they called y'all Cortesians. But the Cortesian was actually an elevated version of a motherfucking hoe. So you wasn't a harlot, but you was a Cortesian if you could get you a dude and he, he would keep you, meaning he would pay your bills and things like that. I told y'all before about y'all out here fucking with these dudes for no apparent reason other than because you don't like the bitch he fuck with. And, and trust me, if, if auntie is coming to you telling you this, I know because I've done it. I fucked with a motherfucker longer than what I should have because I didn't like his bitch and I didn't like the way you talked to me. 
when you found out. And, bitch, I didn't know that the motherfucker was a liar either. And then you tried to come at me some type of way. Well, now I'm going to keep fucking with him just because. Just because. Okay? I even lied for the motherfucker. Like, oh, no, nah, he ain't called here in such and such a time. But let's be very motherfucking clear. That motherfucker was paying me. That motherfucker was taking care of whatever needed to be taken care of. You know why? Because I told you ladies before, secrets cost money. And I tell you men all the time, I don't know why she just woke up and chose violence that day and she told on me, motherfucker, because you ain't paid a bill. Why the fuck she going to keep shit a secret and you out here embarrassing the fuck out of her and the bitch you with? Okay? Karma doesn't always come for Twan up the block or for, Sh- for, for, for Sharika now or for Shakita, or for Lola, okay, or for Amanda. Karma don't always come for those that didn't know any motherfucking better, okay? And you know why it doesn't come? Because in their mind, it's like, when y'all motherfuckers post that shit, what's understood don't need to be explained, I'll be wanting to smack fire out y'all asses. Because, see, when you call the IRS, they, you need to explain something to them, okay? When you're looking at a will or some beneficiary shit, that's some shit that is not understood and does need to be explained. You being negative in your motherfucking bank account and you sucking dick, that is something that needs to be fucking explained. You out here getting gun charges and your bitch ain't had no motherfucking felonies and shit and she could have went and got the gun the gun in her name and shit like that, so at least if it was in the common property. But you know what, I, I digress. Let, let, let me not give y'all too many pieces of the game because at the end of the day, y'all out here just swapping fucking bodily fluids and, and, and y'all ain't even enjoying sex no more. Y'all out here fucking everybody and their daddy and y'all ain't even enjoying the shit. At least bust, okay? Karma doesn't always come for these whole-ass Negroes that y'all continue to lay up with. You know why? Because Twan told you he don't fuck with you like that. Twan told you y'all was just friends with benefits. Twan told you he ain't give a fuck about you when you out here with no motherfucking vehicle and still a pedestrian, okay, and he has the ability to help you do some shit, okay? Twan told you he didn't fuck with you when you out here, you know, having to worry about where you're going to live at and what's going on with your kids and shit like that, and Twan is out of town with the next bitch. Twan told you he didn't give a fuck about you when you couldn't stay tonight. Twan told you he didn't give a fuck about you when he didn't ask you to move in after year one. Y'all don't listen to these men when they tell you. And, and yes, there are cases, I'm telling you because I know, okay, where Twan might have said, yeah, I'm not looking for nothing, this, this, and this, and then you guys be vibing and chilling, and it's not just sex. Y'all hanging out. Y'all going to museums. Y'all, y'all going to see the Van Gogh, you know, exhibit that, you know, was coming to the area once in a lifetime. Y'all are doing things together, going down Canal Side. Yeah, Twan might have changed his mind. But as a rule, auntie don't enter into relationships where a motherfucker say he ain't looking for nothing. You know why? Because he just fucking told you that you was nothing. I was looking for nothing, and here you are, Nothing. He just told you that whatever the fuck the criteria was, and women too. When a woman says, you men got to get the fuck the shit off your mind, dick is free in all 50 motherfucking states. If a woman tells you, I just got out of a relationship, I'm not really looking for nothing, she's not looking for you either, okay? These are user-type conversations that are having, meaning I'm going to use you for a service, you're going to definitely use me for a service, and it's fair exchange, no robbery, baby. That, that's what that is. I don't know where your pimping-ass uncles or aunties is at, but I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. 
okay? Y'all men got to stop saying that when a girl fuck you on the first day is because she a hoe. No, it's because you a motherfucking hoe and she's already identified the flaw. She's already identified the reason that she doesn't need to have chastity when it comes to you because you're raggedy as fuck, because you don't have shit to offer. Why the fuck would she sit up there and try to wipe up, you know, because we could wipe y'all up too, okay? We could wipe y'all up too. Cooking every day, cleaning every day, little head every day before you got to go out to work. That's wifey duties. Stop doing wifey shit for motherfuckers that, that don't want you to be their wife, okay? Because a man will take whatever it is that you're giving him. And a woman, if she's, if she's on a certain level, she's going to take whatever you're giving her too. I already told y'all what tricking was. I already told you what tricking was not. Karma does not come for these types of people because what they did in their eyes was not wrong. And the universe is understanding of that. The same guys that you pray to, I'm hurt, I pray for this pain to stop, and, and I shouldn't have did this. I love when y'all take accountability and say, I shouldn't have been as available to this motherfucker as I was. I shouldn't have let him call me past such and such a time o'clock. Didn't your mama never tell you that anything after 10 o'clock is booty call? I don't give a fuck what you call it. My mama used to tell me all the time, and maybe it was fucked up, but this is before the entire rape culture, and we started understanding things that were rape or could be considered rape. My mama used to tell me, don't call me at 12 o'clock at night talking about you in a hotel and you've been raped. Because I'm going to ask you what the fuck you was doing there. And I don't play them type of games with people that are physically stronger than me that could do these things. Because the minute that you think it couldn't be you, it would be you. So karma doesn't always come for people that in their mind, and I'm not talking about a rapist, fuck them, they get that back. But what I'm saying is, is that karma doesn't always come for the people just because you mad, you angry. Karma doesn't always come just because you stomped your motherfucking feet. What God did you pray to that told you to keep fucking that man and he, you knew he had a wife? Karma? Bitch, you getting the same exact karma. You knew you weren't supposed to be messing with no married man. And you men too. There is a huge population of men that are out here fucking on men's wives as if that man don't have everything invested in that woman. Just like you love her, he love her too, and he will take you clean up out this place. Clean. I have an ex-husband that don't play about me. Now, I might can't ask him for a lot of shit, but if somebody had laid hands or did some crazy shit to me, he might catch a flight and definitely for a son. Okay, y'all out here fucking with motherfuckers and talking shit about them after y'all broke up like you literally didn't eat their asshole. I don't understand that. Why would you do that? That makes you look stupid. If you ever notice, I drag my men, the one that I have dealt with or whatever in the past, for filth on some spiritual shit, on some you didn't have to lie shit, on some whatever. You get one good show from me, okay, and then I'm done with you. I'm embarrassed. I don't want to talk about it, but I tell you guys all the time, they were good-ass men, working, viable. 90% of them didn't have no kids, so this whole, like, situation where y'all like ain't no good man out there that ain't got no kids shit them motherfuckers ain't good either that's a red flag you done made it to 40 50 years old and you don't have any children that means you failed to commit to anything i'll take a baby mama here and there i'll take an ex-wife shit i could, I could be somebody's wonderful stepmother shit is they raised they live with their mama they live with you okay so at the end of the day, it's time for everybody to grow up and start, stop wishing bad karma on motherfuckers because you didn't get your way. I just posted something from the hood here, and I, when she was right, she was right. The bitch lost her mind. I don't fuck with her no more. But, you know, because she got her own mental health issues that she got going on, which is why her spirituality is blocked because 
there is a karmic debt that you have to pay for saying some of the shit that she said about certain groups of people, okay? Talking about you wouldn't be depressed. One of the reasons I stopped following the hood healer is because she says some shit like you wouldn't be depressed if you knew God. Bitch, I know all the gods. To me, uh, I talk to them on a regular basis. I feed them sometimes, too. I I embody them sometimes, too. But you're not going to tell me that the traumatic events that have happened in my life was my fault because I didn't believe. Girl, fuck you. Okay? And that's why you're homeless. There's a karmic debt associated with making blanket statements like that. The baby just came out and said a bunch of HIV and homophobic and whatever, and that's your opinion, whatever the fuck you feel like it. That's like my grandma used to say, everything that you think don't need to be said. If that's what you thought, baby, look at your bank account. Now, you don't make that much money to be taking the hits that he's taking financially right now. He just got dropped from every motherfucking thing that he was doing. Okay, drop some shows, drop some merchandise, drop from Boohoo Men, drop from a UK festival because you talk too fucking much. Okay, a lot of y'all would be getting a lot more shit if you didn't talk so much. You think you think men don't look at the way that you behave when y'all break up? How you post shit? You 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 guys won't know whether I'm in a relationship or whether I broke up. And it's funny because sometimes I could be laying right in the bed with mine and then write some old fucked up shit about a dude, and I'm not even talking about him. I might be talking about one of your motherfucking men, and y'all have. Those of you that are close to me, y'all have texted me like, Auntie, that was fucked up with you. And I'm like, boy, ain't nobody fucking talking about you. You think you're the only motherfucker out here doubling back on dicks? You're not. Okay? So karma does not always come for some people because it is your ego. And part of actually loving somebody, actually being in love with somebody, is chucking your ego at the door. And saying that whatever we have going on is bigger than me trying to prove a point and you trying to be right. What the fuck do we need to do to make this work? And I had my own situation where, you know, everything with me is always the end of the world because I've been single for so long. And when I say single, I mean alone. I mean I have really done the work I have so that I'm better for my partner. You know, a lot of y'all lack the ability to go sit your motherfucking ass down somewhere and get to these shekels. Can y'all tell shekels is my favorite word? I believe it has Hebrew um, <laughs> Hebrew origins. But um, I went and got to the money. So when people say, like, you know, you out here and you can say that because, bitch, I could say that because I went and sat the fuck down. There's people I've been back home from Florida for 10 years. I was gone for 20, okay? I've been back home for 10 years, and there's people that didn't even know I lived here. I went to a Rob's White party, you know, and I went a couple years ago. I never get to stay because I'm always in and out, you know, got to get back to work. But this was the first time that I went, you know, with my people, and it's just, you know, it's it's good to see the community. And I could tell that a lot of the people that were there, they wanted to say something, but then they're like, wait a minute, you know, people stopping and we all showing love and everything. And it's just kind of like, you know, the younger generation, y'all have a lack of respect, and y'all have this pick-me attitude, and you have this tantruming attitude that is unacceptable. And especially a lot of you younger women, when you deal with older men, they're not going for that shit. They're too grown. They got a mama that's telling them that, like, that's not the way to go. Typically when a man is older and he's dating a younger chick, that's a trophy baby. She look away. She feel away. She doesn't know anything. She's malleable, meaning she's able to be taught. That's the whole reason. And 90% of the time when you see an older man, vastly older with a younger woman, he's trying to start a second type of family. You know, maybe his kids are already grown. Like I talk about my homegirl, Hope Smith, who's married to billionaire Robert Smith. You know, that is his trophy 
boss, bitch, beautiful wife. They have four children together. He had a wife prior to that. Beautiful Jamaican woman. This is the man that paid off everybody's student loan at, at, at uh, Morehouse a couple years back. Okay, billionaire. Not millionaire, billionaire. But do you think Twan up the block is a billionaire? He's not. Okay, so Twan might not have wanted no more kids. He definitely don't want you coming in here cooking fucking Hot Pockets and shit. Anything that comes in a bag that you got to put in the freezer has fucking high sodium, baby. Okay? Y'all, y'all are out here poisoning these men with these foods, and they just happy to be here. Right? But some of y'all don't even look the part, and it's the same thing with you younger men. You think that, you know, Auntie Cougar, you know, Lil Duval been posted some banging-ass cougars. You think, you think Auntie Cougar want a man that come in the house and he ain't manscaped? Balls smelling like seasoned meats. Nobody wants to fucking suck a dick that smells like a fucking Slim Jim, okay? Nobody wants that. Your toenails gray, you know, your edges, your hair is uneven. Nobody fucking wants that. You understand what I'm saying? So everybody has to play their role. Everybody has to play their part, their position, right? So if your position in the universe is something very specific. A lot of y'all don't even know what that position is because if you knew where you stood in the universe, you would know where you stood with a human being, with a man, or with a woman, right? If I'm a goddess and I'm giving God energy, I can only fuck with gods. I can't fuck with mortals. I can't even fuck with kings no more. And I told y'all that before. I went through the king-queen stage, but that's my king, da 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 Man, fuck you. Kings, is, kings, kings and queens shit is about a name. That is about a legacy. I've already built my legacy with my child. So now I'm on God shit, okay? When you function in, in your godly form, a lot of shit doesn't bother you because it's not supposed to. you like, this shit is beneath me. Why the fuck am I even going to address it? You know what I mean? If I got to step down off my motherfucking chariot to address some shit, I'm, I'm obliterating the entire town. Your whole, everything is getting taken care of. So just leave it at that. And I had to, I had to revert back. I will say a couple of weeks ago and do some old ignorant shit because there was an accusation made towards me by my significant other. And I'm like, what? So I had to call the people and say, hey, did you know about X, Y, and Z? And it was very petty to me. It was very messy. It was very petty. It was very raggedy. And you know that's indicative of the type of shit that was going on in his life at the time. Okay. But I had to let it be known that no, it was not that person that told me X, Y, and Z. But guess what? Let's look at the root. I always tell you I look at the root. The root of the problem was you shouldn't have been doing X, Y, and Z in the first motherfucking place, okay? Trying to be nice, trying to be this, trying to be that. Women don't compute that with that, okay? You want to stop hurting, stop fucking on people. Why won't he leave me alone, bitch? Because you keep fucking answering the phone. Why won't she leave me alone, bitch? Because you keep dropping off dick. Like, what did you think happened? So I'm in grown folk relationships. But like I said, when I start fucking with somebody, I tell them, like, listen, we roll up, we have a conversation. Look, you got about 45 days to get rid of your hoes. I got about 45 days to get rid of anybody that thought that they was in a relationship with me so that we could try to unite without muddling it into, you know, two different things. So we had a situation where I had to actually speak to a woman on the phone you know, and it wasn't even about was she talking to my dude or anything like that. It was about the fact that there was a situation that had occurred because information was shared. And, you know, I could tell that, you know, she wanted to know, like, when him and I started. I don't answer them type of questions because I don't need to hear about what this motherfucker did when I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't need to hear about what, what he did. With it. I, you know, y'all had y'all time. That's what it was. I appreciate you, you know, keeping keeping the embers warm until, 
you know, I showed up. I appreciate that, you know, but now it's, it's not, it's no longer necessary. And then I know that it's hurtful because when people tell you like, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship, I don't want to be in a relationship. And I can go back probably to about 2013 where I have told y'all, a motherfucker might say that, but he's talking to you. He's talking to you because if anybody ever told me that that's not what they wanted and that's what I wanted at the time, I wouldn't engage in that relationship. And I don't believe, yes, I believe in being digmatized. I do believe in that. But I also believe that you accept the love that you think you deserve. And you young ladies are accepting bare minimum, bare minimum. You can't buy these niggas. You can't. You can't. You, you can't fuck your way into a relationship. You can't suck your way into a relationship. You can't have a baby your way into a relationship. You can't. And that's why a lot of y'all don't like being mothers because you never liked the fucking baby in the first place because it was a means to an end with the father. And I'm not saying that's the situation in this situation, but it, it's unfortunate when I'm able to predict what a lot of you are going to do based on your ego. And so one of the ways to know whether it's your ego talking or whether it's you talking is to say, okay, am I really mad? Because a lot of y'all come to me for quote-unquote work. And the first thing I say is what did they do? If they did not put hands on you, if they did not do anything against your children, and even if they lied to you, because some, some lies are necessary. There's no reason to lie because, you know, we are grown, but let's just say somebody lied to, to um cover your feelings. That's a gift. Because I don't want to know every fucking thing, you know. Um, but I'm told the truth when it matters so that things can't harm my relationship. So one of the ways to know whether we're functioning in ego is to say, are you really crying because this motherfucker left you? Or are you crying because you didn't get the result that you wanted? Right? Nobody just leaves somebody out the blue. Nobody is that good of a sociopath or a con where it's like, oh, we were together yesterday and then today he has a girlfriend. You know, as women, we have intuition. And sometimes it doesn't work because you're so busy worried about so many other things. That's why when people come to me talking about, yeah, that person's going to get his karma, bitch, karma can take years. In the end, I always get my way. And in the end, I'm always going to be blessed. But, um, like like I said, I talked about the situation with my ex-husband. It did not make me feel good to see that his life was in the condition that it was in and that the children were in the condition that they were in and that I had to make business moves to make sure that not just my son but his children are good going forward because those are the, you know, the, the siblings of my my son. That's grown bitch shit. And so that's me not functioning out of ego. That's me saying for the greater good of my family, because I took that man's name at one point, okay, this is what needs to be done because all parties are not doing what they need to be doing by these children. And so there's a legacy and a name that needs to be upheld. That is what marriage is about. So a lot of y'all that want to, a lot of y'all that want to get into these marriages and things like that, do you really want the marriage or do you just want the wedding? Do you really want the marriage or do you just want to be able to tell somebody like, yeah, uh, see, he married me, and is it about the invisible, uh, what the fuck is them diamonds y'all motherfuckers be wearing as 47 diamonds, but it look like one diamond? Don't do that. Don't do that. You know, and, and if that's your style, that's your up. But I'd rather have a band, which is how I started my first wedding, um, my first marriage. I had a... a I think it was like $500. And then I got my, my carrots later, all nine of them. But um, 
I don't function out of ego when it comes to love because that's what hurts the most, right? So when we envision ourselves, and then that's another thing. Y'all got to stop trying to manipulate yourself in situations. You got to stop. If a motherfucker wants you to be around, male or female, you're going to be there. I don't have to ask for a lot of things because these are things that he was going to do because not because I require them, but because that's what he wanted, Okay, you have to let men are men. They they can decide for themselves. Women are women. They can decide for themselves. You know, a lot of y'all use an old ass nineteen sixty two manipulation tactics and wonder why when when men listen to my show now they getting hit to the shit that you're doing and they're not feeling it. Okay? Everybody has to grow the fuck up. Karma ain't gonna come when you want it. And trust me, I have been that angry bird, I have been that angry bitch. In, in situations where I was like, I just want them to suffer and I just want them to hurt. Baby, that's ego. That's ego. Because if you truly loved and cared about that person, the first thing that you're going to say is, you know what, I wish you well. You know, you pray that they better for the next bitch. You pray that she's better for the next man. Okay? But what I'm not going to do is prepare somebody to do that. I'm not going to push somebody to do that. Okay? When... You start healing. You start understanding that from dick. You got to take a break from pussy. You have to. You have to. You got to ration that shit out. Yes, physical touch is very necessary in healing, but go touch your kids. Go hug your kids. Go love on your kids. Go figure out what you like. Because a lot of you women are just attaching yourselves to men and other women in your LGBTQ relationships because it feels familiar to you or because it's the only time that you felt loved, looked after, or cared for. That is a trauma, baby. That's trauma. I had a dad. I had a mother, too. So I know what love looks like. And although I don't want to mimic that love, 